Gianfranco quasi time it's uh, 6.05 p.m. boss no no Franco what is uh, what is the time uh, what is the time left oh, oh I see boss I see boss uh, there's uh, three minutos left okay three minutos get out of Willy Red I'm sorry what what boss Willy get it out we need to uh, take off uh, take off the cap. Oh, the keeper! No, the keeper! Uh, uh, oh, see, see, the keeper, the keeper, get him off, huh? See, Franco, get up, you Willy, get him ready and get him off! Uh, but why? Uh, okay, hold on, Willy, hold on! Hey, Carlo! Hold on to Willy, hold him! Don't hold Willy, Carlo! Franco, ah, it's too late, it's too late! Too late to get it off? No, it's too late, so you have to get him off! But there's only one minute left. Exactly, Franco. Hurry up and get the wheelie ready. Boss, the wheelie is not ready. Yes, he is. I see him. Look, the wheelie is ready. Boss, but why? I, Franco, because Kepa the Keeper is too young to play so late, and I want to get a wheelie and pull off a Kepa the Keeper, okay? Boss, I think you're losing your mind. Oh, fellas, what's going on here? Ah, oh, fuck it, fuck it, Carlo, fuck it, Frankie. All I want you to do is get out of the willy, get him off of the bench, pull off the keeper with the keeper with the willy. Is he too much for us? For this last play on, everyone! Fuck everybody, I'm leaving. Fuck this shit. Fuck Roman. Fuck Willy. Fuck Keppa. I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm going back to Italy. Up for Napoli. Hello everyone and welcome, welcome to another edition of Born Offside. It is hot, hot, hotting up in the Premier League, uh, but all eyes this weekend were on the Carabao Cup final. Mate, what is Carabao? Ooh, Carabao is, um, it's a ball with two horns and they go around going, I got a carob in my bow. What, what's uh, carob and what's a bow? He's taking a bow in front of his carob. Uh, honestly, I have no idea. I'll, I'll be totally honest, I have no idea. I think it's something to do with, it's, is it, isn't it, is it a fizzy drink? Is it some kind of drink? I've never uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, no, and I'm not entirely sure that I will uh, have one either. Uh, but all I know is that it sponsors our cup, the cup that is most coveted in, the, in, 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 in these British Isles. Um, it is the best cup really, final in a February. Like <laughs> all the February based cup finals, it is, it is the best. Mate, I, I settled down Sunday afternoon for an afternoon of the footballs. I first had, yep. and I'm, we'll talk about this in a bit, I'm sure, but we'll talk about Manchester United Liverpool. We had that. And then we had the cup final of Manchester City versus Chelsea. And do you know what I didn't see? A bloody goal. All reeking <laughs> afternoon, there wasn't a single goal. And we are now going to spend approximately eight and a half minutes talking about a substitution, such as the lack of goals. And in it fact, is so true. Not even a substitution, because even that didn't actually happen. 
<laughs> it was like a non-substitution. It was a substitution that never was. It'll be a pub question. <laughs> like that's the highlight of the weekend. It's a substitution that didn't happen. But I make it sound yeah. bad. But mate, oh, have you ever seen anything anywhere <laughs> at any level of football, mate? Can we just can we do a description of what we think think or thought happened? Mate, I think you should set up the fact that, like, I'll do it. It was nil all okay. in, in the final, right? So it's, the, yep. it's Chelsea versus Manchester City. Uh, Chelsea are one of the few teams who have beaten Manchester City this year earlier at Stamford Bridge. However, City got their revenge and thumped them 6-0 and were 4-0 up in 30 minutes. Like, go back two podcasts and you can talk uh, uh, to me and Jay. Uh, you can hear me and Jay talking about exactly that. And, and so Chelsea... Um, Give up Sarri Ball. We'll get, we can talk about that in a bit more detail. But seemingly give up Sarri Ball. Put Eden Hazard up front, more or less on his own. Pack everybody behind. Um, deliver the bus. I'm mixing up my cliches. And it's nil all. But if anything, if anyone's going to win that game towards the end, maybe Chelsea if, if, you know, if, if Hazard does something on the break. And there's a minute to go. And Kepa, who's the most expensive goalkeeper in the world, and also um, probably the most expensive 12-year-old in the world, <laughs> um, Kepa's like, had a, been carrying an injury and was a doubt for the final. He's been declared fit. He's now into extra time and has gone down seemingly with cramp a couple of times. And the second time, with a minute to go, Chelsea still have a substitution yet left. Sarri seems to think, oh, fuck it. He keeps falling over. I've got a substitution left. And on the bench, I have a goalkeeper who is actually fairly useless at pretty much everything, except for one thing, which he's very, very, very good at, saving penalties. And I, if you look up their, their comparative record, I think keep, uh, Kepa's... I keep calling him keeper. Kepa is like... I think it's something like he's saved three out of the 21 penalties he's faced in his professional career. Whereas Caballero has saved, I think it's 10, 10 of 27. So it's a much better rate. And <laughs> Willie Caballero used to play for Manchester City very recently. So has spent <laughs> training sessions. So Sarri's gone. He's injured. He's very good. My replacement is very good at this situation. <laughs> and he knows which way all of their fellas go. The stars have aligned. I shall take off Kepa the keeper. And I shall bring on my secret weapon. But oh no. That's not what happened. Uh, and Kepa just refuses to move and it's almost as if Kepa's like thought to himself if I don't move you can't take me off like <laughs> if I don't I just stay here I just stay here and I'll just and I'll do and he does this a lot he's like no no I'm not moving gesticulation a yes. lot of gesticulation and then Sari who looks like a grumpy old grandfather anyway loses his shit like, just loses it. Poor Wait, it was Gian like it was like it was like being at being at home for Christmas, 
and uh, the the older statesman of the family, who everybody is a little bit kind of, oh god, he's still he's still alive, um, you know, he he decides to he decides to lose it. This is my last Christmas. Obviously, I'm going to die next year, uh, so I'm just going to fucking go for it and start throwing plates at the fucking tree. That's how pissed off I am with everybody and everything, and there's nothing anyone can do to solve it, mate. He was pissed off mate he really there's no hiding that and i think his reaction is what has thrown everybody off because my, my first gut instinct was um uh Keppa is injured slightly but he can continue and he believes that saria is just bringing him off because He's injured, and so and and so Kepa is just kind of going. You don't need to, boss. You don't need to. It's okay. I'm 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 okay. So th that's the initial impression that I got. I didn't. But don't think you it feel? Was don't you feel like I also thought it was that when I first saw it? I thought that uh, he was carrying an injury. He's gone down twice in quick succession with the injury, and Sari doesn't want to risk the most important player, who is you know the goalkeeper in a penalty shootout, is your most important player. Doesn't want yep. to risk him. I don't think it was pre-planned. I don't think there was, hey, lads, I don't think so get to a, 119 minutes and we still have a substitution left and bringing on Will, Big Willie because he knows which way the other guys are going to shoot. <laughs> I, don't think that, I think it was an opportunistic thing because of the injury. However, yeah, because Kepa would have come off straight away if that was right. The well, he should have. It, well, should have, yeah. It crossed the line of... Uh, gaffer, I'm fine. Gaffer, I'm fine. Gaffer, I'm fine. I can understand him saying it, but it crossed the line where it was mm. like, "No, fuck it, you're coming off now." Like, and <laughs> and Keppa going, "No, I'm not." Hey, it was. It went both ways suddenly, and it was something that a simple conversation between the two of them would have sufficed. Keppa although he was carrying this injury, you see, and I think that was one of the reasons why he didn't do this, but he should have just jogged over to Sari and, and, and said, you know, I'm, hey, by the way, boss, I'm okay. Oh, you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. All right, okay, let's keep going. And that's apparently what the physio, the, the message that the physio had taken back to Sari. Um, so I, 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 but, but it was just all wrong, wasn't it? It was all conducted incorrectly. It was all, it was all and wrong. Then, and of course, the press had a field day on it. Well, you the know? thing they is, post-match, post-match, Sari claimed that it was the misunderstanding, which I would have believed had it not been for the fact that once they've had that initial disagreement, the ref comes mm. over and says, what do you want to do? Right? Because the mm -hmm, ref is mm -hmm. obviously like, I'd like to get on with this. I have to get, you know... I have to get a bus back. <laughs> I got pies in the oven. You know, I got... <laughs> the missus is already upset enough as it is that it's going to go to penalties and delay everything. Like, I would like to get back on time. What's happening here, fellas? Like, and if it, that was the point at which if it had been a genuine miscommunication and Sari is like, oh, really? He's okay. Well, all right, fine. Yeah. But, but what then doesn't make sense is Sari then loses his shit yeah again and like makes for the tunnel like where was he going he says he needed some time to get away but it was only like a second you know but it was poetic wasn't it it was poetic because when he walked down all you can see is his back and the doors opening and the commentator saying could he be walking away from the chelsea job and it's like oh my God, you could not write this. You could but, not write but it. But then, oh. but then, he turned around and came back. And that's when I lost Get respect back. for him. That's when I lost respect. Yeah. I was like, 
dude, if you're going to storm off in a huff, yeah, yeah. oh, the full hog. <laughs> like, go <laughs> the whole way. Come on. Don't, like, oh, shit, hang on. That's a bad idea. Mm, hang on. Sorry. Yeah. Coming back. Like, no, I lost. I lost. You know, if you're going to storm off, storm off. Don't huff. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if I was a Chelsea fan, I would be thinking that, that was it now we've got a we've got a loony in charge we've got a uh you know we've got a guy in charge who uh you know and and here we go here comes everything that we've been thinking but not saying although on this podcast we have been saying this cigarette chewing butt man of a of a butt man you know homophobic misogynist a homophobic misogynist, which I, which I mentioned, which I mentioned <laughs> did, like, early doors, before he got the fucking job, um, and like everyone was like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll just ignore that and we'll let, we want sorry balls, you know. <laughs> 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 All right then, here you go. Good luck. If I was a Chelsea fan uh, right now, I'd, I, I would have had enough, and and that's it now. You know, I've had, I've had enough. I'm, I'm a Chelsea fan. I'm, I want him gone. Um, <clears throat> You know, we don't really have that much danger or that much to lose now in this in in, in these last in this, in this last run in. Bring in Gus Hiddink. You know, where's Gus? Uh, <laughs> Goose, <laughs> Goose was sat there. Like, so imagine Goose turned up to Wembley and he was like, "All right, they'll just lose this final. It'll be three or four nil, and I should imagine I'll have the job by ooh, eight p.m. I should imagine." Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and then what's happened is. They've they've seemingly played for Sarri. They, I mean, Chelsea played yeah, yeah. A, a, a physically difficult game plan. They sat back. They ran hard. They worked like it felt like it, maybe they were playing for themselves. But they were. You can't accuse that Chelsea team of lacking spirit, effort, and in mm. and, and mm. fight. And then yep. that substitution in entirely swang the, the the psychological momentum i i'm not a player so i can't tell you but like vincent company afterwards was very telling when they asked company like have you ever seen anything like that and company tried like vincent company who is like a saint in football like universally very true. loved by everybody says the right thing all, all the time always yeah. even yeah. vincent company was trapped into going no i haven't i mean uh, no no <laughs> Even company had a giggle. <laughs> he had, oh, and it just seemed to me um, that the man, like, I don't think, the Man yeah, City players felt like that, that they were going to win. Like they were like, "What is going yeah, yeah. on with that lot?" Hello, lads. Yeah, yeah. This is ours. And I think that was most summed up by two moments: one, Aguero's penalty, which, yep. sorry, mate, you would have saved that penalty. That was thank you. I would have. I would have. <laughs> you genuinely <laughs> would have saved that penalty. And Aguero, like, you know, normally when you score a penalty, you give it like a full fist bump. Yeah, come on. Aguero is embarrassed. <laughs> like, Aguero is like, <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> well, got away with one there. Like, you could see Aguero almost like, I kind of wish I hadn't scored. <laughs> like, that was, <laughs> would have been better. Yeah. That was really bad. And then at the end, City, City gave Chelsea the ultimate trolling by sending up Raheem Sterling to take the, the, the all-important penalty. Oh, Raheem goodness. Sterling. And I'm sat there watching it. Well, that's missed. This is carrying on for a bit. And Sterling like, puts it in off the par. <laughs> right. Beautiful. Beautiful oh, pen. 
slightly risky, but it's okay. <laughs> slightly risky. Mate, ha- While we're on slightly risky, mate, Eden Hazard's mate. Hazard, yeah. That, mate, what do you think of this view uh, that we've got of the penalties now? Oh, I love it. Um, uh, yeah, I love I'm, it. I'm all I game for that. I love it. It's an. I mean, we, we've we've seen a lot of of changes in in Sky Sports and, and in the way that the Premier League is 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 uh, uh, sort of viewed by the viewers and everything. But this is, uh, and I was a bit nervous by it because I, I at first I was a bit. Oh, I'm not sure how this is working for me, and and I started to think like, what about the keeper? Does the keeper get distracted by this? You know, there's a a freaking camera sort of kind of in his face right you know is he getting distracted by that i wonder if they're going to complain about that or whatever but the views of the penalty show you just how just how beautifully they're taken yeah yeah it's uh it's it's awesome and yeah that has our penalty as for laquetas as for laquetas going like like but mate my favorite thing about that view is if you look you can see the people in the crowd giving it the oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the thing, ah, oh, oh, it was great. It was great. I'm sure that they will be. There'll be hot discussions on Monday morning, you know, as to whether they'll be doing that view again. Um, oh, because, that. but how could you can't just have can't like an back. invitation? You can't have an invitation for people in the future. They're going to be like, I'm getting behind that goal. Definitely, if there's pens, you know, like, I'm, like, um, I'm going to have banners out. I'm going to be like, you sucked my dick at school. Do you remember? You know, shit like that. Well, you, <laughs> rem- you remember when um, Sky Sports had to really tone down their transfer deadline day coverage because people were like turning up outside Harry Redknapp's house with giant pink dildos and stuff. Do you remember? Penalty shootouts are just going to be like, right, get the dildos out. <laughs> it's going to be like five dildos all up in the air. I don't even care if we win. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Mate, it would it'd be like the talk of the town. Ta- you'd, be, you'd be in the pub like afterwards going, did we lose? I don't know. I had a good time. Have you seen me on TV? Yeah, that's me, right? Top left. There we are. Two pink dildos. There we are. That's me. There the I seventh, am. The seventh dildo to the right <laughs> that's me oh rainbow i know classic touch <laughs> love it all right mate look uh, let's move on because uh, we, we we promised that we'd only speak for 10 minutes but we're already speaking for for 20 minutes on this um uh, we, uh, uh, it, 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 i think bottom line of, of of this and just just sort of finishing finishing up man city have got their first of a possible for the quadruple is on um now uh, is it on is it not on um it's on. It's on. I mean, it's Obviously. definitely on. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> no. uh, but, is it, but is it possible? And which which cup do you think is is uh, the place that they're going to falter? I think, funnily enough, it's the FA Cup because I think well they've won this one, so that's in the bag. Uh, Liverpool uh, look like they're going to um, fuck the league. Tottenham already have, so th- there's that. Liverpool think, next. Yep. I thought Juve were their biggest opposition in the Champions League, but they seem to be going out. Madrid mm-hmm. are not as good as they were. Barca are extremely messy dependent. Like mm-hmm. I went to see, because I live here now, I went to see a Barcelona game where uh, Barcelona had 20 shots on goal. It was against Real Valladolid. And they had 20 shots on goal. And Messi either took or assisted Every single one Every, of them. I, I heard of that stat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the Sevilla match as well? I mean, we can talk about that towards the end of the show if we have yeah. time. But uh, yeah, obviously he got the, the great hat trick in. 
but yeah. Any, but anyway, my point being that the that the Champions League, I think, is kind of there for City. I think they're favourites, mm, uh, mm. but I fancy them to lose to Manchester United in the final of the FA Cup. How interesting. Wow. Okay, well, that would be fascinating if that happens because, uh, and if it is a Man United, Man City, because, I mean, they could face each other, you know, earlier or whatever, but uh, could they? Uh, they, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, they could. Uh, they're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. They're not against each other in the quarters. But if they win their quarters, the quarters they, could they end up in the semis together. Yeah, exactly. Um, Either way, so, a Wembley, a Wembley occasion, and an Ole cements his legendary status by robbing <laughs> Pep of the quadruple. Well, we've we've seen it all, and form goes out the window in these uh, in these matches as well, uh, as we saw on Sunday. Uh, mate, let's uh, move on uh, very quickly. I think what we we had some matches last night, uh, so I think we need to discuss uh, very very quickly the four matches that uh, uh, that transpired in the Premier League. Um, uh, 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 Leicester two, Brighton. Hove Albion won. So uh, uh, now, um, Leicester, we'll talk about a little bit uh, about Leicester in a second. But uh, Brighton uh, uh, sort of getting closer and closer to danger. Uh, the other battle at the bottom, Newcastle two Burnley nil. Looks like Newcastle have have turned a corner and are going to be uh, speeding out of it. Um, mate, uh, the, probably the shocking one uh, of all of them was Huddersfield one Wolves nil. Uh, real disappointment for Wolves, but a bit of a story of their of their Premier League. A time this in this first season, right? Um, uh, uh, playing fantastically against top six teams, and then and then going down and losing one nil at Huddersfield. It's um it's been a bit of a tale, uh, a repetitive tale for them, hasn't it? Yes, it's a shocking result, but completely inconsequential. Like yeah, to everything and anyone. Yep. Anyone. Thank you very much. Well wrapped up. That's enough. Um, Cardiff nil, Everton three, and that is one that I am very excited about. Not um, a good time to be a Cardiff fan. Like they've had two home matches in a row and lost them an aggregate of eight one because they lost five one five to, one to Crystal Palace. Uh, not Crystal. No, sorry. Watford. A Gerard uh, Dilafeo hat trick. Beautiful, beautiful hat trick. I mean, admittedly, all three of them were 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 counter attacking goals, and they were he was one on one with a bloody keeper for every single one of them. But but he took each of them beautifully. And, and he uh, likes the Tardelli, does Delafeo? Delafeo oh, likes an expressive does. face. Like, come on, like he loves seen it. A good uh, a good Tardelli for a little while actually, and that was nice. It was good to get that out there. So uh, we'll undoubtedly see a few more Tardellis uh, as we draw closer towards the end of the season. Uh, but of course, that's a very big uh, result for Southampton. We'll talk about them a little bit later on as well. And tomorrow we have some uh, some crunch matches as well. Um, uh, but I think that Possibly the biggest one, and of course the one that we've been waiting for, is the uh, the thigh rubber at the top. Chelsea uh, at home, Stanford Bridge, uh, with the dungeons and 17 floors underneath them against Tottenham Hotspurs. Now that'll be a fantastic match uh, as well, mate. Um, uh, just an early prediction for that one. Uh, uh, do you want to... I mean, I, I want to talk... I, Actually, I'll tell you what, let's talk about it after the break. Let's have a little bit of a break and let's come back and let's talk uh, in detail uh, for that match and also as to what happened with Spurs over the weekend. Oh, caper, my caper, where art thou now? Probably listening intently here and wishing for part two. Okay. <laughs> 
Welcome back uh, to part two of uh, Born Offside uh, and Spurs. Um, mate, what, what, what a crazy, uh, a crazy, weekend it has been uh, you mentioned it at the top of uh, top of the program the fact that there was no goals on the sunday um and uh with both the two title uh contenders um either not in action or not performing um and we'll come on to liverpool against manchester united uh shortly um spurs had a chance on saturday morning uh, uh on the saturday uh, early kickoff to uh cut the deficit down to two points uh, off second place and uh, and really put down would you say put down that statement of the fact that they are there and thereabouts uh, in the title race okay not favorites but certainly still sticking in there a little bit like that turd off the back of the uh, back of your dog's bum and you can't sort of get off and he can't get off and no one else is getting it off and you you're just hoping that it just sort of shakes itself off so you keep walking down the street and you're hoping but it just keeps like you know it's stuck yes very much so because that's how we played like a turd <laughs> that was stuck to something um yeah mate, mate what, what I, happened i mean I, one i told you this would happen Two, I've been saying for quite a while that Tottenham Hotspur are not in a Premier League title race for this exact reason. That we just Mm. find ways to fizzle out or to lose. And to be fair to Pochettino, he's reduced that from the ridiculous. Like, it used to be Mm -hmm. that we would eat a lasagna and lose. Or mm-hmm. we would, we would uh, Mario Balotelli would kick Scott Parker in the back of the head and then get the winner and we'd lose. You know, in these horrendously epic ways of losing. Poch has taken it <laughs> to a level where we just kind of like, like, I mean, he's, take, he's taken it from, what the f- like and all credit to the man the next step is to actually win but i know it it was well with the game itself it was uh obviously a huge disappointment i think uh uh, for for tottenham um larice said so at the end himself as well uh, because it was a good opportunity to to you know to just to just push that that final um this these final sort of nine games uh, you know to a crescendo so um but i think that um it, it to every tottenham fan strange like i know what you're saying like you you'd rather it just kind of be over so that all the haters don't come out and start doing all this kind of oh it's very spirity and it's very like just get it over and done with now you yes. know just just you know, let's let's all be busy now get so let people yeah yeah so that yeah, yeah, exactly. And for the rest of the season, we can actually focus on consolidating third place, which are nine points clear of anyway, uh, clear of Manchester United anyway. So you're in a really, really good position. Let's focus on that. Uh, and let's just let the, the season sort of fizzle out and look forward to next season. Well, um, and we have a Champions League. like with, with... And Of course, yes. You have a Champions League and you can focus on the Champions League as well. So th- let's let the excitement come through there. You're out of the, the, the other two cups as well, so you can focus on that one a hell of a lot more as well. Um, but, mate, the, uh, just, just in, in terms of the, the sort of the match itself, though, I mean, what, what disappointed me was that uh, after Wood, Wood had scored that first goal, 
uh, mate, Harry Kane, you, you called it, you know, he's, uh, he's made for, uh, for February, February, early Saturday kickoffs in, in Burnley, you know, and this is what he he's, uh, he, what he, looked, he looked great. He looked, um, you know, he okay. He didn't, great. he didn't. He looks lovely. Oh. <laughs> mate, the hair needs a bit of a cut, but apart from that, I, I thought he, he looked, it was a bit wispy and a bit wavy, but uh, apart from that, I thought you know the, the the goal was great and uh, it was good to see him back. Um, but then you know, oh, just anyway. I, I mean, I, I, you know, my feelings for Spurs and and you know, but but I felt for you during that match. I, I really did. I, I thought you know, gosh, I didn't even watch the last five minutes, and that's so rare for me in any kind of football match. You know, because I've watched you know 85 minutes worth of the football match but as soon as Barnes scored I hung around for about two minutes and I just couldn't see Spurs getting back into it at all you know I just it was very it it was very weird because at one all with 10 minutes to go I was very Mm. confident that they were going to score for not for any like balance of play uh type Mm. reasons but just because that's what we'd done in previous weeks and I was kind of like I was like is it Winksy's going to score it or is it going to be? <laughs> I was just expecting it to happen because it, it has happened. Yeah, and I was yeah. really calm. And then when Barnes scored, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> that's not good. What, what genuinely hit me was, I hope we lose or win, but I don't want to draw because I'm really kind of hoping <laughs> that we can have that the undrawable oh, yes. go through the whole the season. Undraw- you're gonna have to get a T-shirt made up for that, mate. That'll be awesome. <laughs> the undrawables, the no stale, mate, um, stale no mates. Um, <laughs> stale Billy no mates. Billy no stale mates. Stale no mates. <laughs> Something like that, mate. Pochettino was not. Um, he was, oh, was speaking. This is my about... favorite thing. This was the thing that warmed my heart because traditionally. <laughs> No, traditionally, a Tottenham Hotspur manager does not complain. But well, you said it three weeks ago. What can we do? Do you remember? We were talking about that as well. With it, but what what do winning managers do? What does Ferguson do? And Mourinho do? And even Klopp do? Like even Jurgen, everybody fucking loves me. Klopp will give it to a referee. He will like get up in the referee. He will and. Fucking give it to him. And Poch is always too nice. But then we saw this beautiful side of Poch. We, we know it's there. There's a beautiful comes, side. He comes from the same hometown as Diego Armando um, Maradona. So you know he's yeah. got it in there. And Poch was yep. like full on, like in Mike Reed. Is it Mike Reed? That's his name, isn't it? Reedy. Mike Dean. Uh, Mike Dean. Mike Dean. Mike Reed was that guy from EastEnders. I apologize. He's in Mike, Mike Dean's. Dean. Mike Dean, yeah, yeah. He's in Mike <laughs> Dean's face. And I couldn't understand what was being said, but you could see uh, Jesus, the assistant, just, you, mm. I could see him quite clearly saying, You can't say that. You can't say that. You can't mm. say that. And you're mm. not like, Who's he talking to? Poch or <laughs> Mike Dean? <laughs> He wasn't. <laughs> Mate, have you read the, the, the I mean, because we don't know yet. It's got to come out soon. It has to come out. I mean, I, I think Mike Dean's in, a, in, in big trouble. I think he is because he's just the kind of ref that would say something stupid like, um, 
Well, the rumor is the rumor. <laughs> well, the rumor is that he. Hey, okay, I fucked your sister. Um, uh, you got the headbutt. The, form, the former no, no, no. Tarazzi. Um, yeah. Poch doesn't have a sister, I don't think. I don't know. Um, uh. <laughs> no, uh, the rumor is that he goaded Pochettino about the Llorente substitution not working out for him. Substitution. That's right. Is, I heard that. And uh, the weirdest I'm... thing, like, that substitution wasn't very good. Uh. And, like, you could almost kind uh. of understand Poch going, What the fuck? I'm Mauricio fucking Pochettino. <laughs> You're a ref. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but like, I mean, I was disappointed when Poch apologized for it. I think Poch should have just come out and said, no. He's like, you know, like when, when Ferguson... Hang on a second. Didn't he, didn't, he, didn't he say that he might apologize? No. Or has he actually come... No, no. He, he came he, out he, afterwards and he apologized. Ferguson would right. never have apologized. Mourinho would <laughs> never have apologized. Ferguson would have made some vaguely weird Scottish comment about butchers dogs. Do you remember when he was like that? Like we think it was Phil Dowd was the rep and, and Ferguson was like, hey, he'd be as fit as butchers dogs. Hey, we came around here on Manchester United. Fuck off. Like, and everyone's <laughs> like, Oh, Fergie. Oh, um, I, I know. I like Poch being mad at the ref. He should do it more often. Mate, um, if if it was Mourinho, right, right and because Mourinho would have done something, uh, something sort of on the similar side, he would have said like, "What did Mike Dean say to you, uh, Mar- uh, J- Jose? What did Mike Dean say to you at the end of that?" I cannot say, because I will get in trouble. But you have a sister, yes. <laughs> I I also have a sister. I leave it like that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. But what that Jose kinda, would know, not have said under any circumstances, Jose would not have said. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, no, never, never. Yeah, I mean, it, there, there's a lot going around on Twitter at the moment as to what he said. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's obviously not come out. He's actually said he's not going to state, state it. He's not going to say it. So, I, 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 I think that if he's, if there's no reason. Um, uh, uh, with if there's no reason for, for for that to come out, although I really do think that it should, um, uh, then he could. For no reason stay. other than you think it was funny. <laughs> like that's the only. For us, it's gonna be for us. It's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be great. But it'll be the end of Mike Dean, you know. And Mike Dean is 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 regarded. Okay, <laughs> he's the. He's the funny one who does all the strange movements when it's a penalty kick. Or if yeah, there's a lot of YouTube videos on Mike Dean, by the way. If you guys want to go out, and anybody wants to go out and have a look of him celebrating goals, uh, but he's actually not celebrating. He just looks like he's celebrating. He does little hops and stuff and everything. He's very, he's very geeky. He's a real geek. Uh, but he's he's one of he's got one of the best track records. He's he's on he's on 99 red cards. He's almost on 100. Remember, there's all that talk about you know we're all waiting on to see who's who the one hundred number 100 of his career is. Uh, he is a bit of, of a, um, uh, well, let's just say, like, at a moment like this, it could very, I would not be surprised if he said something like, that substitution didn't well, go very well, did it? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at Dean he very that. famously He very famously said, I think it was when he sent off Rooney, was it? I can't remember. But he has said to a player who he was sending off, he's brandished the card and has said to him, off you pop. Which is off your pop, yes. <laughs> off your pop. <laughs> this kind of thing that you hear at school. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, mate. Uh, we've uh, we've um, uh, let's 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 move on. 
uh, let's have a little bit of a break. And uh, when we come back, let's talk uh, Manchester United and Claude and Le Leicester City as well. And poor old Claude Puel. Gimme Mike Dean. A glutton for punishment. I have a sister. Do you? Sister or not, let's get on to part three. Off you pop. Right, we're back. Oh, welcome back, uh, mate. Um, uh, let's just start very quickly and, and let's cover it. Claude Puel is gone. Uh, Vardy and co win. And, um, and now uh, Rogers is back. So that wave came and went very quickly, didn't it? It was something that we'd, it was on the cards for, it's been on the cards for ages. We've seen the wave in the distance. It's, it's coming over, you know, and it's like, and it's oh, a God, big, it's a big rod shaped wave. It's, it's, should, should we leave? Should we leave the beach? It's a pretty big wave, that one coming. I mean, should we, oh, no, no, just stick around, mate. Don't worry. It'll be fine. And then whoosh and Claude's gone. And, and in, Rogers back. And Rogers back. Oh my God! <laughs> Brendan Rogers, the Broge. The Broge is back in town. Broge is back. In, hello, mate. Wow. I mean, you I'm, could not uh, get more polar opposites of managers, could you? Whispering Claude, who is a technician, <laughs> who who knows what he's doing, but has all of the charisma of a shoebox. <laughs> and Brodge, who I am convinced doesn't have a fucking clue what he's doing, has a fuck ton of charisma. Like, is the man who's almost oh. nothing but charisma. Like, if David Brent from The Office were a football manager, he'd be Brendan Rogers. <laughs> he really Wait, would. Be. I, I am. Not, yeah, but less funny. Um, I am um, <laughs> Brendan Rodgers. I, don't that know. Is. I, I, know. I, I have, think Rodgers is almost more funny. That documentary where he put the, the names inside the envelope, like, and inside this envelope, it will be the name of three people who have let me down. And you're like, you do realize that this is being filmed. No, you don't realize <laughs> this is being filmed. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of Brendan Rodgers. Oh, I, no, me neither. Uh, me neither. He's a complete idiot. Yeah. But he'll be funny. Yeah, exactly. Exactly for that, because I don't believe he has the tech, uh, the the technical and tactical nuance to to uh, to, to lead a, a a successful Premier League team. I mean, uh, he I, I, he was not good at Liverpool. I thought he took on a, a good side and he made them worse. I, I I honestly believe that. And then since then, he's just been. No, I'm I'm sorry. His track record is 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 really bad. He's one of he feels like one of the old guard. You know, it's like almost getting Sam Allardyce back or uh, uh, Bruce back. Or I think you know, he plays. Like, oh. I think he plays a bit more progressive football than those two. I mean, that Liverpool team yeah. that almost won the league. That was some sensational to look at football. I may I take uh, your point. And enough, I don't but know. They had great players. Yeah. Yes, I don't know if he was responsible for that, but I don't think he's like a Sam Allardyce respect the point type of person. But I do think that no, he, no, no. he's he's not as good as he thinks he is. I mean, if he was as good as he thinks he is, he'd be <laughs> very, very, very good. Um, but what's really interesting <laughs> to me is that he's decided to um, 
he's decided to leave Celtic, who are about to win uh, eighth or ninth, seventh or eighth or ninth, yeah, in a row or whatever. And yeah, he's just yeah, gone, yeah. nah. I'm back off to the Premier League. Like, mate, Celtic fans must be a bit. What's up with, mm, mate? Mm. Why? Why not? Wait till the wait till the end of the season, though. Yeah, get an interim manager in. Um, and one of the things that I thought was a bit weird as well is because um, uh, there was talk of him going to Chelsea if Sarri goes as well, right? So that's a bit of a weird one, like to throw away the opportunity because now he's stuck. You know. Mate, probably that Chelsea just, job. I want that Chelsea job. The payoff is so nice. You're talking a minimum mm, yes. nine mil. A minimum nine mil. <laughs> hey, oh. Stops. Stops. How did um, you get? Yeah, to look. I, I, I worked for the Chelsea manager for seven months. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, my bank account. There's lots of zeros in there. <laughs> and a number in front of, of zeros. zeros. All I did was do a really <laughs> shit job and refuse to leave. <laughs> oh, mate, it was, um, it was, it was pr- pretty in- incredible, really. And I think that um, uh, all, all in all, yeah, look, I mean, he's back. You know, we'll just have to lump it, you know, whether we like it or not. And, mate, um, mate, don't uh, be so and, downhearted uh, about it. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. It will be fun. Uh, certainly more fun than uh, when Claude was there. Now Claude's gone. Um, mate, he's, he, he's done in the Premier League, isn't he? He's not going to come back. He's been labelled as boring. Uh, he's been labelled as someone who is not able to, to pick up his players for, for matches. Um, yet, with every club that he has been with, admittedly only two, Southampton and with Leicester, He's done relatively well in terms of league positions, hasn't he? So, uh, uh, yeah, it was a it was a weird one because when you look at Leicester City this year, they have lost uh, a lot of games at home. Like they do quite well away from home, but they've I think they've lost their last four at home. They they mm. dropped out of the cups in miserable fashion. They lost to Newport. Let's not mm. forget. And. Um, He's got a good squad there. I feel for him in a bit because whenever I've seen them play, they came they came to Wembley to play Tottenham. What was it two weeks ago? And were much the better team, like much, much. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. I mean, we played Dortmund the game after, and I was like, Dortmund aren't as good as Leicester City, like, and they've got <laughs> they've got some really good players. Like, I think the likes yeah. of Schmeichel, uh, Slabed, Vardy. Uh, and maybe in the future, e- even Gray and Chilwell could yeah, all Madison be. Madison and Chilwell, and they could yeah, all but that, be hang on, Champions that, League players. That's yeah, they that spine, which is extremely important, obviously for any football team, was the spine that didn't like Puel. The word from the camp was coming that Schmeichel came out and said some pretty, pretty horrible stuff. Uh, Slabid, I don't think so, but Vardy, obviously, uh, and his relationship with Puel was was there for everyone to see. It's the spine of the team, and the spine of the team is not uh, is not responding. So, um, and there's also a lot of talk as well about how this big shadow of the Premier League title is hanging over Leicester City, right? I mean, they just. Where do they go? It's become a sort of enigmatic kind of uh, situation for 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 a, a club who, you know, it's 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 had a 
a huge bubble and that that bubble just came out of nowhere elated the 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 area and the club and the players and the team and and then it got burst obviously and then you know next season there was champions league which was fine but you know that I, I hate to say it and I don't want to say it because I support a team who's kind of similar. The best that they can sort of uh, expect is something outside of a top seven place, right? Top six place, the top six outside of a top six place for sure. And the best that they can hope for is seventh, but it could also be 18th. You know, I mean, it could, Mate, it, it's let me put it one to you this teams. way though. Let me put it to you this way. If Southampton's were to win the league next year, would you care about football again? Like, probably not <laughs> i'd come i'd come on here just to hit, listen to your views you know yeah. um, like I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be asked with my i wouldn't have an opinion anymore i'd be like would you, would you watch football like in the future or would you just kind of like keep up with the results and then think to yourself i could put the dvd on yeah let's put the dvd on oh. right. after after Portugal won the European Championship, <laughs> right, right, I had um, three copies of, of, the, of the match against France on three different portable hard drives, which I could take with me anywhere. Uh, I had in a three copy different of languages. It. I had it once in English, <laughs> once in Portuguese, and once in French. <laughs> I had the Portuguese one, and I had the English one. That was it. I didn't have the French one. Um, but I did have the, uh, 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 the goal clip in um in a hundred different languages or something i had that i extracted that from youtube and uh i also took a whole heap of of different uh footage uh of ronaldo going off the free kick the paille incident the you know i had shit i had a library of it and i took it with me you know everywhere i went i had them saved on one drive and and, and everything you know so just in case just just in, just in case I needed to either re- remind myself or remind someone who was with me. Um, so, yes, it is an amazing moment. And I, I know where you're going. I think as a Leicester fan, they should be still living in that bubble a little bit. Right. So, meh, you know, we'll get rid of this manager because we're, you know, we're, we're the best we can hope for. I know, is seventh. It's almost as if, um, as if now is still the celebration of that title. Like if I were a Leicester fan, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> champions of England. <laughs> Don't care that it was 10 years ago. Uh, Jamie McLaren about it. Like, it's just go on forever and ever and ever and ever. <laughs> Mate, good, uh, good on them. Good on them. I'm, I'm very happy for Leicester. You know, very happy. And uh, obviously not, not now. These are dark times. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Brendan Rogers coming in wherever next. Uh, <laughs> Mate. <laughs> very dark. Let's... Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to uh, if there's anybody out there, a uh, um, uh, Leicester fan who's listening to this podcast, uh, uh, email us at um, uh, uh, bornoffsidepodcast at gmail.com uh, with your views. Are you happy? Are you sad? Uh, uh, if you're happy and you know it, uh, write us an email. Um, uh, mate, let's move on to Manchester United versus Liverpool over the weekend. Nothing uh, Man happened. United. Yeah. <laughs> Man United very happy at having dented Liverpool's chances. I think that's about the only thing. The, 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 the main thing is that 10 years ago, if Man United had played that way for a nil-nil draw against Liverpool, mate, the fans would have been on their, you know, on their, on their tails, you know, on the team's tails, trying to go, what the hell are you doing? But this time, Man United pretty much shut up shop. Um, the weird thing about it all was all these injuries in the first half, wasn't it? That's what kind of derailed the whole match. Yeah, and then was- afterwards, it just... Fizzled into a nil-nil, basically. So, it was uh, such such a shame that David De Gea didn't pick up a knock. 
because yeah. that would have meant yes. that would have meant I'm thinking probably Paul Pogba in goal, and that would oh have yes, been, that would have been oh, good. joyous. Don't you think Pogs would be like one? He's in this mood at the moment, Pogba, where he's like, I am the club. I love Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and I'll do anything for him. Even though he's a really strangely pale-skinned, oddly-faced, elfish man. I, I was going to say goblin. But yes. yeah. I, I, Paul Pogba, love this ginger goblin and I will fight for him. Going goal, you say? I will do it. Aye, aye, Captain. C'est moi. C'est le Paul. Everyone... Oh God! Who are we going to put in goal? Don't Pot. worry, boss. <laughs> I am here. Pot. I am going. Look at these hands. I can use them. Giant hands. Uh, mate, I thought the rule had been changed so that you can have three substitutions plus a goalkeeper extra. Oh, Had don't it? ruin! Don't ruin everything. Like you could be All right. right. Well, look, you could be right, but don't I, ruin yeah. my idea of Paul Bokwa playing in goal. Like, no, 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 I'm with you. Don't worry. It's all Lovely. good. It's all good. Um, uh, yeah, because otherwise the whole Kepa the, Kepa the Keeper situation as well, you know, like... Uh, Pogba, oh, no! <laughs> You're not taking me out of goal. Pogs, you've let in three. <laughs> Two of them gone between your legs. It's embarrassing. <laughs> we cheer around. You don't have to come off. Yeah, but it's not my just, fault. Just I let Chris it. Smalling have a go in goal. You don't have to come off. You go back <laughs> in the midfield. Hey, fucking Chris Smalling. What a turnip. Mate, uh, let's not talk about... Let, please. Let's leave... Chris Smalling. Let's have a full dedicated I hate Chris Smalling podcast in the future, please. Uh, okay. Because like I'm just I just hate him so much. Oh my god, this anyway, it doesn't matter. Um <laughs> All right, he's got a pineapple on his head. Let's move on. Um <laughs> Liverpool uh, uh Liverpool's chances obviously now uh severely dented. Uh, uh severely dented, not severely dented because there's still a long way to go in this in this league, but but momentum has definitely swung back in Manchester City's favour for Mate, this. Yeah, I uh, mean they're they they're destroyed. They're a point clear at the top of the t- top of the league table with ten years ten games to go. They're fucked. They're done. Yeah. It's over. I know, I know. How weird is that? How weird is that? Um <laughs> It's all about momentum. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, that was uh, it. Was a hugely disappointing match and and a little bit of a shame, I well, think, because everybody was looking forward to, to that game as a real uh, a real Man United versus Liverpool match in terms of uh, in terms of a spectacle. Yes. Uh, but we didn't get it on the pitch. But we, I mean, we got it in the crowds. We got it with the you know the feeling and. Uh, it, for Man United fans and for, for other partisan fans who don't mind Man United, who have probably only become football fans in the last three years and haven't seen what Man United have put all of us through in the past, uh, they probably thought, oh, it's good to see Manchester United back to, to win, you know, to having the crowd back and all that crap. I still say, fuck them. Um, but um, it, it was a huge disappointment on the pitch yeah. uh, in the end. I mean, Liverpool are badly out of form and Manchester United had all of those injuries, didn't they? It's unfortunate. Mate, I, I the, you said it was all about momentum, but I think the reason Liverpool won't win the title is because their squad is not as good as Manchester City's. Sturridge came on. And Sturridge. Yeah. And even Shakiri. It's even not... Sha- I mean, but at least bring Shakiri on first because I don't understand. Just before Christmas, when it was starting to get really, really messy, they brought Shakiri on on a number of occasions and he did, he did admirably, I thought, you know, and he was even... 
pushing for a possible start in, in front, in, instead of one of those three. But um, Klopp has stuck to those three like glue. And has something happened between him and Shakiri? I think, you know, um, some, I don't know. I don't know. But he, surely Shakiri is the guy to bring on instead of Sturridge and, and, and move uh, Mane into the center or, or, or Salah into the center. And Salah was invisible during this game it was real a real disappointment uh in 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 matches like this where you really need your big guns to step up uh uh, they didn't and in the second half playing against a team that was so you know you know deflated because it didn't have any more substitutions to make i would have been like go straight for them and let's let's do this you know maybe even just play uh uh you know revert to, to to playing two two center backs or something or i don't know i don't know take a defender off and and you know bring us try anyway it was um, a bit a bit frustrating for for me because i um you know because i actually uh uh because Samson were losing 2-0 at the time and i switched over to watch the man united versus liverpool because i knew it was going to end in a complete disaster for southampton after the first 30 minutes uh and then regretted it because i went back and rewatched the the southampton versus uh uh um, arsenal game and uh, let's talk about that now shall we very quickly uh mate southampton uh in big big trouble it was the game that nobody bothered to watch on sunday uh, which was a mistake because uh, uh, it was the only game with goals. Yeah, it was the only game with goals. There it was. Arsenal 2, uh, Southampton 0. Uh, mate, Southampton in big, big, big trouble now, really. Um, although, obviously, the results from uh, last night with Cardiff are uh, very, very good for a Southampton team. Uh, uh, if there are any Southampton listeners out there, I just don't know any Southampton listeners. Uh, but, mate, um, it was uh, Arsenal 2, Southampton 0. Uh, it, it, it actually wasn't that bad in the end. Uh, but uh, tonight, uh, it is uh, Fulham... Uh, uh, Southampton versus Fulham, and uh, and what a match that uh, that now is. Yes, I shall be watching it. I won't. Will you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think. What are you on about, no, mate? No, no. I mean, it. yeah, it's Definitely. vital for you. If you can't beat Fulham, you're done. Thank you. <sighs> yes, I, I think if we can't beat Fulham, then we're in all sorts of trouble uh, because the uh, the rest of the matches that are coming up. Uh, um, are Manchester United away? Uh, we've got a small, small matter of Tottenham at home. Um, we've got uh, we've got Brighton away. South Coast uh, which, Derby. South Coast Derby. There we go. And then after that, we've got Liverpool Wolves, uh, and uh, <laughs> it's not looking good. And finally, um, uh, towards the end of the season, I think the last few games, we've got, it's a little bit more reasonable. We've got Newcastle, uh, albeit away, you know, they're on good form, but, you know, anything can happen. Uh, This Almiron guy, oh God, let's talk about that later. Um, uh, And then we've got Bournemouth. uh, And finally, uh, at the end, we've got West Ham and Huddersfield. So, uh, you know... the last five games are all kind of, you know, we, we, we could, should get results, but the next few games uh, are really, really bad. And in, in terms of form, um, yeah, we, we, we could be in all sorts of trouble uh, uh, for, for this one. So, um, all right. I think I've said it all and I'm not going to say any more about Southampton, but I think, I think I'm, 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 I'm genuinely quite concerned. And, and one of the reasons why I'm very concerned as well is because without Southampton in the Premier League next season, mate, I ain't doing a podcast. Screw you. You know, fuck it. Ooh. 
Oh, you know what? I will. And there's been a lot of talk about this uh, uh, recently as well. Um, watching your team win is very enjoyable. And those teams who, who either finish uh, top of the championship and come up to the Premier League to just keep losing, uh, uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers excluded. Uh, I remember uh, four, five and six seasons ago when Southampton were, were in the lower leagues and we were winning everything. And it was great. You know, it was like you switch on the TV and you're like, now we've probably won up. Oh, look, we've won. You know, and it, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> there's something about that. It's not the Premier League, but anyway, there we go. Um, but, you know, maybe we should just go down so that we can start winning again. I don't know. Very depressing. I'm almost in tears here. <laughs> sweet, sweet Southampton. Please beat Fulham tonight. All right. Uh, mate, why don't we go off for a quick break? And when we come back, we'll wrap up the pod. Yes, please. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Time to feed that pup. The pup said sup, and we all got up. Well done, Claude. We'll see you again in part four. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> we are going to wrap up the pod very quickly. Mate, um, I think we're going to wrap up the pod very quickly with um, uh, just a little word for, for, for Lionel Messi. Uh, you know, he scored that hat trick uh, over on the weekend. Uh, and I thought that uh, a little news, a little bit of news from, from Europe, uh, really, because there's not much going on. Uh, uh, Juventus are pretty much flying away with it. There's, there's a bit of bite in the Bundesliga. Um, Bundesliga. Oh, it's quite close in the La Liga, isn't it? I think PSG are only 75 points clear. You mean uh, so, like, uh, Ligue 1. Uh, uh, Mbappé. Mbappé. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, he's gone again. How many has he scored this season? Again. Not that many, I think. It, like, where you mentioned, you mentioned Lionel, uh, who is yes. top of the goal-scoring charts in, in uh, Spain. In fact... Top of the goal scoring charts in all of the top leagues in Europe with 25. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also top of the assist charts in Spain. No, sorry, top of the assist charts in Europe. Um, so you have to hand it to the little Argentine. He is quite good at football. And he's, <laughs> he's been quite good at football for a while now. His uh, 50th hat trick. His 50th, count them. 50 professional hat-tricks. I'm sorry, but, like, in tell me modern about day. hat-trick 37. Oh. Oh, against Real Betis? Yeah, yeah. Or, or the one against Arsenal. <laughs> sorry. No, that was four. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> he, um, look, he's a, yeah, just a quick word just to wrap up on him because he's, he's such a special player. Mate, do you think if he'd taken a course in bakery, he would have made the best muffins in the world ever? You'd have to keep going to that bakery. And, uh, not, only, not only would he have done that, he would have yeah. helped the baker next to him and the baker on the mm-hmm. other side of him be the best bakers they possibly could be. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he would have done it for 12 years in a row. And been extremely modest about it as well. It's, uh, yes, but um, then when the baker to the right decided to fuck off to Paris because he wasn't as good a baker as he was. He wouldn't have even held it against him. And meanwhile, while the baker on the left is a suspect racist 
um, bastard <laughs> with a cannibalism obsession has now gotten a bit fat. He's still okay with that as well. He's still okay. They're still mates. They're yeah. still okay, you know. And, um, you know, there was another baker in another city, in another club as well, who was also rivalry, rivaling him for baking. No, he's uh, not a baker. Uh, he's a pastry chef. He's, he's a pastry different. Chef. He's different. He's a butcher. People, people <laughs> compare them all the time, but one is a baker, like, yep. and one is a pastry chef. And, like, we should <laughs> stop comparing them. Like, they both deal in in um wheat different products yeah like yep. it's different it's different it's different it's yeah <laughs> mate and uh, uh yeah the, uh, as much as the 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 modern day baking society press attempted to lump them into the same grouping they are basically living in different barrels uh, aren't they so you're right it is a different language that they're talking uh now Lionel Messi is undoubtedly, I think, for anyone who's living in this period of time, uh, the best football player in the world ever. For those who are too young to remember uh, Maradona's uh, and Pele's, which are a lot of us, um, uh, we 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 look at we look at players when when he does retire we must look at all the players and and say who is the best player ever to have played and uh i'm 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 sorry but i think that that messi is better even though a lot of the talk is the fact that he hasn't won a world cup and he hasn't won uh or he hasn't won any major sort of competitions with this country i don't think that's i don't think that's a good metric i don't think that is a good metric at all that's not what football is about i I think the bottom line of football is art it's beauty it's being able to it's paying to go to a football match to a spectacle and watching something and and saying yes it was worth paying that money for it not amassing everything together and going well he didn't win this or he didn't win that it's about the beauty that's what we're, that's what the best football player in the world should be it's about the beauty of playing football and i, I think you know I, and you know me i'm i'm a big obviously ronaldo fan for 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 obvious reasons being portuguese but to me i think uh, lionel messi uh, is and has been and will be the best football player ever to grace this planet at any point in time. Indeed. Mm. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening in, for tuning in. Uh, Do remember to subscribe uh, to our new YouTube channel. Uh, Subscribe also, please, to our podcasts. And uh, email us in uh, with uh, any requests and uh, with anything that you'd like to talk to us about as well at uh, bornoffsidepodcast at gmail.com. And we will endeavor to get onto those pointers as well. Um, Dave, anything else from you? No. All right, governor. Love it. Thanks, Kepper, the right. keeper, for giving us a very entertaining weekend and yeah, a very entertaining pod as well. All weekend. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye. Three, four, four.